the episode number 17 the dark hour podcast i'm diogo motari your host we have bernardo lino oliveira here what's up guys i said i was gonna bring the smallest names the biggest names and so i promise <laughs> i bring the <laughs> biggest low life in the fucking uh, community here <laughs> bernardo oliveira one of my guys is coming here just to give us a brief on the amazon situation <laughs> 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 how we doing no, but uh, Bernardo been following for a while, and um, he is a purple belt from Frontline Academy. And actually, I, I, there was a place I was cooking at, and he was working in the building. And in the beginning, I was just showing my face a little bit. Not uh, it, it was from the transition when I was like a secret meme page to like starting to show my face a little bit. Yeah, it's actually a funny story. One day I was at work. And, and this guy used to cook uh, in the canteen of my workplace. One day I'm sitting there procrastinating a little bit, you know, on the job, like checking some uh, filthy porn BJJ memes <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> and I had seen maybe his face maybe once or twice. And uh, I'm checking the memes and then I look out of the window. I see the guy walking <laughs> walking out, out, outside of the window. And I said, oh, it's not possible. I'm dreaming. Like, is, is the guy really out, out there? And then like... He was checking, doing something on his phone, and then five seconds later, a new meme popped up on the <laughs> Now I know uh, it's okay. Man, those times that I used to work at that building, I was uh, doing shit in the morning, you know? It's like I would get there, and I was... Uh, sometimes I'll have to cook, but mostly just, like, organizing shit, seeing if how, how things are and stuff, whatever. But that was not a challenging job at all. Mm. So mm. that was, like, the the high point of the meme page because it was like five memes coming every morning because i didn't <laughs> have shit to do at work and by the way guys you probably know this guy from the filth filthy memes but like this guy is also a legit chef like i tried his food and the food in the container was pretty good too so. yeah we try we try by the way i gotta start this episode by giving a huge shout out to this guy uh daniel let me just see if i don't mispronounce the page yeah he, he daniel he, he has this page for his own uh, small business where he's like uh, refurbishing old uh, like restoring old furniture so he has really classy pieces and his prices are in between ikea's prices and shida prices if you're norwegian and you know uh, you're aware of all these uh, furniture stores is a page that you should look at and the reason i'm giving him a shout out is because he's also like bernardo an old school follower and this week i allegedly made my first money because of the podcast mm. because i'm not saying i did but there's possibly had been some catering where i was involved and i made some dough <laughs> because uh daniel he saw my one story i said one uh, episode I, s I mentioned that i switched my personal page to chef and whatnot and then he asked me if i could do some private parties and yeah, I, I can't, but I can. So thanks to Daniel and follow his page. I'm going to put here. He's going to be showing the whole time while I'm talking. Thea Kliniken. I hope I'm saying it right. Cool guy. 
it's uh, go by furniture for him. I'm uh, still not in the position where I can bother you guys with a lot of sponsors, but every time I I can shout someone that has something dope going on, I will, like I did for my brother's page and even for my own self with like all this being a chef and cooking good food, whatever. So go follow that page, go buy some furniture from the guy, support uh, a young hustler. Yeah, yeah and Bernardo, we br I brought Bernardo here because uh, he's been promising me like, all the juiciest stories, the filthiest Tinder exposed uh, <laughs> situation. You're gonna show us his matches. You're gonna show us <laughs> his titty pics. No, I, ca I can't. I can't show you like the the matches because I'm I'm currently out of Tinder. Why? Because of the all, I'm, I only match the freaks, man. I, I got <laughs> <laughs> Why? You got up on Tinder, man. I'm back old school, just trying to meet girls in real life. I know maybe it's creeping nowadays to just go and say hello. Some would say so. I think so a little bit. But how is that going for you? Yeah, that 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 can work sometimes too. Well, yeah, yeah, if you're funny guy. Yeah, if you if you know how to be, how to talk to someone yeah, not, without not to be creepy, just like texting. Yeah. So you gave up on Tinder, just on Grinder now. <laughs> <laughs> take taking a break, right? You don't, I don't, you don't, I don't get. You, I, I'm not. A, I don't give up on things. I'm just taking a break. Okay, well, come on. You've been saying all that filthy stories that you have. No, I, I can't like give you all the filth all, all at once, but uh, come on, I, I do I do have some uh, some funny stories I can begin with. Okay. <laughs> so there, are, I think there are two stories that go well together. Is was the one day I picked up a girl from my friend's Tinder. Yeah. And the day that a friend of mine picked a girl from my Tinder, so I buy, I, I managed to f fill the circle and balance my Tinder karma. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god so wait a second your friend had a, had a match and you had a match and you went on each other's matches for no, a day it's like it's like two completely different stories okay so the first one was uh so let's go chronologically so first was when uh, i picked up a girl from my friend's tinder so we were actually in brazil i was taking holidays in brazil visiting my family and my friends i was out drinking with my friends and and I was having exactly the same conversation with my friend. Like, and he was like, yeah, man, like, this Tinder's fucked up. I'm meeting only some weird girls on Tinder. I'm going to delete my account right now. And I just told him, no, wait, 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 wait. Don't delete it just yet. <laughs> Can I just play with your Tinder a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then I just, he maybe had like tw 20, 30 matches or something like that. And I, I just went to all of girls. I said, like, hey, how are you? I'm having a beer at this place right now, uh, do you want to just show up and, uh, and say hi? Did you tell all of them? I told all the 20 girls. And none of them replied, of course, but one of them replied, sure, I'll be there in 15 minutes. <laughs> 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 and then uh, I was there and I was visiting from Norway and, and, then, and then the guys were saying, oh, you, you, could, you can pretend to be Norwegian, that could be funny. Yeah. And then I just messaged the girl, oh, by the way, do you speak good English? Because uh, I'm here with my Norwegian friend. <laughs> uh, I'm here with my Norwegian friend, and uh, if you speak English, we can uh, we can have a good time, you know, like chat with him a little bit too. And then the the girl showed up. Then we we, we sat on, on the table, and I was like speaking only English to the girl, and they were speaking English to me and Portuguese between each other, and I was pretending I didn't understand anything. Oh, and they were talking about yeah. you and you, oh, yeah, that's genius, man. Yeah, and he was man. like, oh, this is my Norwegian friend. 
What was your name as a Norwegian? It wasn't Bernardo. I, I didn't, I don't even remember. Okay, I think okay, I didn't okay. even tell my name to the girl. I just okay. said hi. And, uh, and then I started talking to the girl and like uh, my friend was like, of course, sat by him and knew, knew him and was kind of flirting with him. And then I started flirting with the girl as well. And she started getting like really confused. Yeah. And then I, I started like uh, she she realized that I, I was understanding all the Portuguese conversations. And I was like, I started talking to her. No, no, my friend uh, taught me some Portuguese. Here, uh, by the way, the, the guy's name is also Diogo, so shout out. <laughs> shout out Diogo. So Diogo, Diogo said, "Oh, I taught him some Portuguese," and then I started yeah, speaking some broken Portuguese. Eu falar um pouco português. That's cool. Yeah, and I don't mean to interrupt, but you guys notice Bernardo has a very subtle Brazilian accent, and here I give priority to those guys. <laughs> so I could have the biggest star lined up to come here. If you want, I can speak it by the Portuguese <laughs> accent too, man, no problem. <laughs> 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 speak like that too. No? That's that. You you can have the biggest star in the game, but the guy with uh, Brazilian English is gonna always come first. <laughs> so uh, yeah, then then what? Then start speaking like this. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> but speak like close a little bit. But then then what happened? Then, then at some point, like I started speaking broken Portuguese to the girl, and then I started throwing some like super slangs, like things like that. So I come on, motherfucker, don't speak just a little bit of Portuguese. Just talking to me, just someone like that. And then like um, I told the girl, I of course are fucking with you. It was actually me talking to you on his Tinder. Oh <laughs> man, was not him. And then she said, Yeah, I realized you were you were a little bit polite. This this, this guy is always rude to me. <laughs> 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 Fucking Diogo. And then she immediately switched places on the table set by me and then things just move forward from there. Okay, but then that was fun. But then when you go there, do you go raw or you always put a condom on? Because you know, Brazil, it's... Picked. I flip a coin. No, <laughs> no offense though, but Brazil, that's where AIDS got invented, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like don't, don't they say that it came from monkeys? They have a lot of monkeys <laughs> in Brazil, so maybe it makes sense. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying that Brazilians come from the jungle anymore, none of that. No, the jungle is almost finished now. <laughs> the jungle, jungle is <laughs> over. <laughs> no, because my coach, you know, Michael, every time we're rolling now, he gets into some dominant position, he starts making monkey noises, and he says, it's very weird, man. He's like, oh, didn't you say all Brazilians are from the jungle? <laughs> Here's jungle for you, motherfucker. The, the so. little bit that's left, right? Mm. Like we we're we're finishing the some of the jungle now with the fire, but the your people, the Portuguese, did a good job like taking a lot of it too, right? Yeah, we went there, we changed mirrors for gold, we raped all the women. We did what we could, you know. Also, why do you need forest man? Nice heritage, man. We left some nice heritage. <laughs> 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 but why do you need forest, brother? Listen, plant, make all the farms, mm. give us all the resources, all the nice things. Yeah, I, I have a really, I have a really long rant about Amazon, but uh, maybe. What's so your, what's your, uh, like honestly, with no jokes? Of course, it's not nice that it's on fire. So I can. What's your take? So I can. Uh, I have a really long rant about it. Yeah, uh, make it a little bit shorter. So the, I can, I'll start giving you my biases if you want to talk seriously. So my bias is like uh, Bolsonaro is the current Brazilian president. I don't want to get too much into politics because it's, it's something else. Let's talk about the environment. 
but I'm not a big fan of the guy. That's not like a surprise to anyone that knows me. Uh, like the guy says, like a lot of things that go against my yeah, beliefs. beliefs. Yeah, says some homophobic shit, some sexist stuff, and I'm uh, completely against this uh, selective hatred thing. I think that everybody should be hated the same way. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, uh, woman, man. Everybody should be hated the same. And I think that in one way or the other, he played a big role in what's going on in, in the Amazon. Yeah. Because uh, uh, he he relaxed a lot the environment laws and he dropped a lot of fines from people that were burning stuff. So they just increased the amount of stuff, the amount of burning. If you drop the fine, you drop the consequence of people deforesting and burning stuff, people will burn more. With that being said, I also think that people are completely blowing up the situation to use it against him politically. You know? I don't yeah. think the fire is that bad. If you check the statistics, maybe 10 years ago, it was burning a lot more and nobody was talking about it. So yeah. it's bad. It's burning a lot. The rate that the burns are increasing are very alarming. Yeah. But it's not, but not even close to, to how much it has burned before. So you think it could be something like to use as leverage because so many people don't like that president? Yeah, it's like, so it's they like took this it polarization, as a, right? It's yeah. like 50% of the people like, 50% don't like, and there are a lot of fake news, a lot of stuff going on. And like, I think he plays a big role in what's going on, but it, I, I also think like having like kind of trying to be neutral and have like a balanced opinion. I also think that people are trying to, to blow it a little bit out of proportion. Did he, didn't he get shot during elections or he something? Got stabbed in my hometown, by the way. Okay, stabbed. Stabbed. Uh, well, you think that was a PR stunt? Just Man, so we I look like a hero? Gets, nobody gets stabbed in the guts. Uh, <laughs> as a PR as stunt. A <laughs> <laughs> there uh, are all sorts of crazy people in Brazil. And also there was some guy that was against him and stabbed him, you know? Yeah, what's your opinion on that, by the way, that we were talking about before? With I was talking with Eric uh, Souza about that, like... All these favela safaris and shit that you hear, like Norwegians going like, ah, I was in uh, Hio. They say Hio too without the R. <laughs> oh, I was in Hio for vacation. <laughs> I know, I know, but it's funny what Norwegians say it, you know. I was in Hio and I did the favela safari, blah, blah, blah. Like, what do, you, what do you think of that? I mean, I think that if it's good for the community, they are probably dropping some money there too, right? They don't go, they don't go there and do tourism. True, but isn't that stupid from the people that engage in those uh, safari, favela safari? Isn't it like kind of asking for it? Then all of a sudden you get robbed. And uh, I'm not really sure. I mean, I don't know that much about, about it. Mm. Have like a okay, 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 opinion, okay, okay, okay. No, me neither. But that's the whole point of this podcast. You <laughs> know, <laughs> just to talk, to talk random <laughs> shit. <laughs> I like to topic. say I like to say shit that I'm completely not comfortable to talk mm. about at all. Yeah, but uh, I think that uh, I don't know, man. I think it's a good thing for 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 both parties involved. And if it's like consensual, right? Who am I to judge? Like if the people going there are interested in seeing what's in the favelas and the and the people in the favela are interested in having like visitors, I I, I don't think that if you're visiting with some local there, you're in, in any danger. No local will bring like a tourist and like, I never heard that any story about someone doing a touristic visit to, to, to any favela and, and have any problems. Yeah, true. I don't know. I just, I'm very scared of Brazil. 
<laughs> Maybe you should come to Brazil. Right? <laughs> I, uh, yeah, but I, have I, you ever I, been to Brazil? No, I would like to go with a local, like you said. You should, exactly. You should come, man. Like it's 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 not like uh, like <laughs> like you think, man. It's a, I don't know, man. I have WhatsApp. I got the videos there, man. If you have just like basic like self awareness and like a little bit street smart, you, you can avoid trouble very easily in most times. Like yeah. Every now and again, like some you get, can get into trouble. What's the wildest shit you've ever seen there? Man, like when you when you like grow up like me, that you grow up in a in a like exposed to violence all the time, you get a little bit desensitized, you know. But there's there's some some story, for example, maybe maybe it's not the worst one, but it's one that uh, that always comes to my mind. Is one day I was like, we have like this street hot dog places in Brazil. There's just a van like with a guy on a selling hot dogs, and we were sitting eating hot dogs with my friends, and there was there were there were like some completely out of control crackhead like on the other side of the street. And we were just like sitting there watching the guy. The guy was acting like really weird with a with a wood stick like this. Okay. And um, with a big wood stick walking around, hitting hitting the wall, breaking breaking stuff. And they and then some guy came. He started hitting the guy completely random. Then he knocked out the the guy with a wooden stick. The guy went flat on the ground, and. I still remember our reaction. Uh, of course, we got like scared and a little bit shocked, but we didn't even like stop eating the hot dogs. We just like called the police. Uh, there's a random guy hitting people in the street. Yeah. And then another guy came, and then we just screamed to the guy from far away, "Don't come!" Because there's a guy hitting people in the street with a stick. So maybe like I've seen like walk past people shot and stabbed, but when you grow up in this environment, it's like you so you grow up rough. Because looking at you, I would say you playboy guy. You yeah, like a, for example, guy. I I I come from a middle class family in Brazil, but there were like knife fights in my my school, for example. Okay. okay there were okay. like fights every single day, in school, like on the recess every day. We there we had like this small place. We we'll go there. We just walk like that. I don't like you. I don't like you. Start fighting. Yeah, fight. Every now and again, some guy brings a knife, and we try to. We used to break up like no stabbing in school. What what made you come all the way here? I first came to Norway uh, ten years ago. I was a master student in Brazil and I got an internship here. So I came for a few months to uh, to to work in a company uh, as an intern. And then when I finished my masters, I came back f- to live here because I got a. A PhD position, so I came to 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 do a PhD here and to study. Yeah, because you're a smart guy. Uh, arguably. <laughs> arguably. <laughs> no, but you 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 are a smart guy. You are smarter than a chef, you know. <laughs> that I think, yeah, man. You, ju- just the fact that you d- didn't turn into being a chef that that shows that you're a smart guy. I don't know, man. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you do what you love, that's what matters, you know. Like. Uh, yeah. Like being being a being a re- I, I used to be a researcher back in the day. It's, it's like it's just a job, you know. I did what I love. I did for for love because being a scientist is not that great of a job. But what do you do now? You're doing uh, robots and shit. I work with uh, programming. AI. Programming. So I am a software developer. For Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 no, but do you work with AI and all of that. No, I, d- I don't work with with that stuff. 
that uh, maybe you're telling that because I posted some robot videos on Instagram. Yeah, something like that. That was just like a something we were doing for fun at work, just as a like a, a side uh, yeah. project. So I work as a software developer, and I d basically I'm a I'm a consultant, and I work for different companies as a software developer. And when we met, uh, where uh, you both of us yeah 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 yeah, yeah. worked. Uh, I, I'm still working there as a software developer, so they need some sort of programs to analyze data, to, to present data to their analysts, and then we develop whatever software they need. He's pretty much saying he's a rich guy, guys. <laughs> he's rich guy, the richest guest we've had so far. It's safe <laughs> no, to say. I, I'm not sure. Except about for uh, Elite BJJ, uh, elite that, BJJ. Guy, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> he's making bank. Guy's man. an entrepreneur, man. He's making bank. He says he he, he said he told me the other day. He called me. Uh, he said, "Diogo, do, can I send some money to you, please? I don't know what to do with all this money." Mm. He said he has money just co coming out the window man, already. And maybe she, he should sponsor the podcast, man. <laughs> like, uh, get, get a. He don't want to give me fucking four rash guards a month. <laughs> what kind of sponsor is that, bro? Should make a a rash guard with a with a show logo, man. Yeah, he should. Yeah. He should. The thing about it is, if I order from him, it's gonna probably come in half a year. By that time, I already switched the logo up. It's not gonna make much sense. Yeah, the merch <laughs> will <be> <laughs> outdated. <laughs> I'll have to give it away, like or, or or pay people to keep it. Yeah, so I don't know what kind of sponsor is that. You know, a guy that is not willing to give me four rash guards a month. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Elite BJJ, dope brand. Now they're in Malaga now at this Roger Gracie mm. camp. They're having a blast there. So, uh, yeah, richest guest on the podcast. Gonna solve the Amazon crisis. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna make an AI a robot to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to stab Bolsonaro uh, on the <laughs> other side of the gut. No, never, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm against uh, violence in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was rolling with him I last week. I can say this is a lie. <laughs> yeah, but like I think that all these fire problems, like if you if you take like the the data, I see a lot of like I, th I see a lot of crazy people making these big alarms. Like the Amazon is like five point five million square meters, you know? and I think this year there was like twenty. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of area that that's been burned like twenty thousand square kilometer or something like that but it's still like a small portion of the of the whole yeah thing, yeah, you know? yeah 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 of course it's, go it's probably not even gonna make a dent yeah and but it's nice for but people the, the rate that things are increasing the burns are a big problem and and i think that a lot of this problem is that it's like between like cutting the whole thing to the ground and uh, and of course nobody wants it yeah and like and not deforesting anything there is there is like a there there is a place of balance where where it's healthy to keep the environment because the north of brazil the area of the amazon is like very underdeveloped there there's a lot of people that that are poor and they tribes and stuff yeah tribes and even the, the cities there are like some pretty big cities like manaus belen all these areas there are some big big cities there but like the surrounding outside of the capitals it's like small cities and like people need to have a better life quality and like to in improve the economy there, there needs to be some deforestation. So it needs to be something very well controlled. But things got really out of control. Is um, it Manaus where Acai comes from? It's more, I think it's mo mostly from Pará as well, like Belém, Belém do Pará. 
It's Dropping like, knowledge here, guys. Acai. Yeah, acai. All so, you guys care about, your fucking little acai bowl. All, all the juice comes from that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm posting about fires and shit. So the way that the guys, the forest there is like they come with tractors and all. They, they put like one chain connecting two tractors and they drive and the chain just like chops everything. And then they leave things to dry for some time and then they burn it. That's the most, if okay. the fastest way. But then sometimes the, the fire goes from from the area that is planned to be def burnt and deforested and jumps to, to the... But isn't it so hard? Like, aren't the moist, air moist levels there so high? And is it everything like so moist and green and stuff? How the fuck does it catch on fire so like it that? It doesn't catch on fire naturally. It's very rare that like rainforest catch on fire naturally. But when people set, people set it on fire on purpose, so they, they cut it and then leave it to exactly, dry yeah, and yeah. then they set it on fire. So then, then it can go easily. Then it can go easily to the to the native part. And then it gets out of control. There are a lot of criminals doing it. Like people have WhatsApp groups and they say like, oh, like we want to make a protest. It, it was it's actually a lot of the fires started as organized groups, like people that want to build farms and mines and things like that. And they burn. Yeah. And then a lot of them like got arrested now. So that's the same in Portugal. Every year we have a lot of fires and it's mostly people that just want to buy land for mm. cheap. And then, and there are a lot of misconceptions when it comes to, to Amazon as well. You know, like people say, oh, Amazon is the lung of the world. This is not true. You know? Yeah, that's not true. Like 80% or something around that of the oxygen in the atmosphere comes from the ocean, right? It's not from, not from the forest. It's like a small portion of the air that comes from Amazon. So that's so the reason why people shoot on the forest is, is not because of the oxygen and the atmosphere of course that a big forest like that is a big deposit of carbon but uh it's not because it's gonna we're gonna run out of oxygen if we cut the amazon no uh, but some people are just plain ignorant you know so i think the main reason why people should preserve the amazon is even if even if like okay if, if like i of course think the environment should be preserved but even if you come from a point of view that like fuck the environment let's just grow economically let's yeah. just let the country grow as fast as possible it's a really stupid decision to, to cut the amazon forest for for other reasons because like amazon serves as a big sponge of of water and moist as you said coming from the atlantic ocean and uh and all this moist like evaporates and then you get all these clouds of water coming from the Amazon to the southeast of Brazil and to the central area of Brazil. If you check that latitude on the map, like in all over the world, it's predominantly like deserts and arid regions. One of the few exceptions in it's that there. latitude, it's there exactly because of the Amazon, because the Amazon keeps all of this water and this moist. So if people keep cutting the Amazon, even if you say, okay, I want as many farms as possible. You're not gonna be able to. Yeah, because all the regions it. that are already productive will become desert. Like Rio, São Paulo, all that area will get super dry, and there there will be like very critical, even like climate and economic changes to Brazil. So it's a really bad idea to deforest out of control. We need to do it in a very controlled way. And of course, there are animals and plants. It's like a natural resource, right? that uh, should be explored within a smart way, shouldn't destroy it. And there are all the indigenous tribes that the few left, that the, the few that the Portuguese left there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The ones that don't have uh, <laughs> <laughs> Portuguese genes in their uh, the kids. Yeah.
Yeah, I said this guy was very smart. I said this is the podcast to fucking put out the Amazon fire. Probably will, man. <laughs> if this guy's to Bolsonaro, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, man, fuck, I can't be building all these farms, <laughs> and then I'm not gonna have rain. No, no, like latitude I, I and hope all so, that man. shit. Like, I'm not a big fan of the guy, but I mean, he's the president of my country. I hope that he does the best job possible. You know, I see a lot of people that are opposition. Yeah. To, to someone and it just disagree there not everything that guy says or does is wrong just because you don't like some stuff doesn't mean he's wrong about everything yeah and uh, at the end of the day the guy is in charge yeah so you can't be rooting against him you can't be like uh, yeah uh, wishing for it for, for even though like sometimes like uh, he, he says and does shit on twitter and instagram is like i don't like for example i i, I people say oh he's like trump he's like i mean For me, the guy is just like Conor McGregor of the. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like talking shit, man, to other presidents of other countries. How can like a leader of state, yeah, like, talk about the wife of the French president <laughs> like what's doing, man? Like I mean, I don't like yeah, but Conor McGregor because he's shit talking MMA. How can I like a guy that shit talks in, in like, politics? Yeah, yeah, in the biggest position. So I mean, he should be very careful about this, and I hope that. Uh, He start rethinking his. <laughs> But probably some other Brazilians think that is the shit, right? Yeah, man. I th I th I've th seen I a lot, like MMA fighters and shit, that support him a lot. It can it can be good for some time to get popularity, but I don't think it's sustainable to have like a, a an attitude like that to to other countries that. Uh, yeah, it's it's not the most professional uh, <laughs> way to carry so. yourself. Comparing your wife to the wife of the yeah uh, yeah the yeah. Plan. yeah. <laughs> He's trying to see which president has the uh, most bitches. <laughs> I was thinking it was going to be a lot more field stories from uh, my guy Bernardo here because uh, he said, yeah, when you gonna want me to go there, we talk about this Tinder shit. I don't know. I want to know. What's, where have you been more lucky with Tinder? Was it Norway? Was it Brazil? Uh, I've been lucky with Tinder in Norway with Brazilian girls. So okay. pretty, much, pretty much, I match a Brazilian girl on Tinder. Then it's done. It's as done. soon as you it's match, still deal. Just say hola, oi, yeah. oi. Just send my address. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the craziest story? I I told no, mine. No, no. Like, uh, uh, I can tell. I told you the story when I picked up a girl from my friend's Tinder. I can tell you another story when my friend picked up a girl from my Tinder. Okay, okay, okay. So okay. I was actually, I was actually out of tinder already but and then I, i went to to london for a trip to visit my friends and like hang out there train some jiu-jitsu and i said like you know what i'm on a different city here let's uh, let's give tinder another chance and i stole tinder i got like a few matches but i was like focused on training and hang out with my friends i i barely i barely even logged on that thing and talked but i, I had a few matches and I, i had maybe like five or six and i was talking a little bit maybe exchange two or three messages with the girls And then, like when I when I got in the plane to come back to Oslo, I said, "Okay, fuck, I'll, I'll delete this this Tinder again." But then I thought, "Oh, I'm not gonna waste the matches, right? Let's make a social experiment." Yeah. <laughs> so I just sent like this message to all the five or six girls, like, "I eat ass," <laughs> tongue emoji, drop drop emoji. Peach emoji. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so I sent this message to all the five girls that were talking to me, and then what happened was like, three of them immediately matched me. One of them got really confused and asked me what, what I really <laughs> meant, and when I explained <laughs> to her, she unmatched me. 
<laughs> but the fifth girl said like, oh, do you eat us? Oh, yeah? Do you want to eat us today? I said huh? like, sure, why not? <laughs> and then she sent me her address. Like, just come to my place at this time. And I was in the fucking plane coming back to us. I said, all right. And then I turned off my phone, put on airplane mode and came to Oslo. Then I... I forgot about it. I was at home, like cooking dinner, doing something. I, I start getting some some messages, right? And then the girl said, "You know, I got home a little bit early. If you want, if you want to come, I'm already here." <laughs> I said, "Like fuck." She like, oh, "I'm already here, warming up," and then send me like a picture of a said, butthole. Like, or and then I started feeling like re- really bad, you know, like poor fuck, fuck me, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the girl's there, like uh, waiting for it. And then I, I, I start, I, I didn't reply anything to her, and then I just started texting my friend, like, you know what, man? I just matched this girl. I exchanged two messages. Like she, she's, she doesn't want. It's not about me, right? If you if you just I sent her like the phone number of the girl to the guy, and the guy said like, "No, I can't, I can't come today, I can't come today." So I started feeling really bad, man. Fuck this! I that's I I sent a message to the girl. No, I'm sorry, but I got got stuck at work. I can't come today. We can't talk another day. Then I deleted Tinder, never talked to the girl again, and then and then your friend actually took the hint. And then I was feeling like really bad, like bad karma, right? The girl was there, like ready for some action. (laughs) Already shaved that booty hole. Yeah, and then. a few weeks later, my friend just sent the message. Like, you know what? Remember that girl? I just met her. <laughs> so I said, man, finally my karma is balanced. You know, fixed my mistake. I picked someone from my friend's Tinder. My friend picked someone from my Tinder. Now my I can sleep in peace. Oh, uh, man, that I eat ass shit. That, that's, it just reminded me. I had two friends from Lisbon coming to visit. Like, I was two years ago, son. And they were like, oh, man, I heard Tinder is popping in Norway and mm. like Sweden and all of that. So they just I think they they as soon as they left the plane, they just started going on Tinder. You know? mm. And one of them, he put on the caption exactly that I eat ass or something like that in that fashion. But that was a mess. And he got a lot of matches about that. Yeah, I mean, like you like uh, <laughs> From my statistics, it's like a twenty percent, right? Twenty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> percent is gonna percent is a good is a good number. It's gonna be <laughs> asking, <laughs> gonna be wanting all the smoke, and that like field stories. Do you have? Because I told mine last week. That so, okay, I had I'll, a girl I'll, pissing I'm gonna, in my bed. I'm gonna I'm gonna save the field stories. If you like the. The, the stories you comment on the YouTube video, like bring the field, hashtag bring the field. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back here. <laughs> Actually, man, it's so hard to m- get people to just fucking drop a comment on YouTube, man. Yeah, just just com- comment on YouTube or on Instagram. Bring yeah. the field, I'll come back here and tell the, <laughs> throw the read. He got shy. He got shy on us. <laughs> Bernardo got shy. Well. <clears throat> Uh, if people like this podcast and uh, gets a good, uh, a good. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna come back. You live in town. It's uh, uh, all all the people that's been on the show is gonna come back again, and the ones that's been on internet interviews is gonna probably come back in the flesh whenever they're in town, if they're from outside or whatever, because. That's something I've decided to not do again, is internet interviews. Mm. Quality just goes down the drain. It's it's just a mess. It's not nice to do. It's It doesn't sound nice. It doesn't look nice. So I had big names. I have Gordon Ryan, Gary Tonon, even that bald fuck uh, Kit Dale. They all waiting to come. They, they said they, they, they would do it. 
but uh, I left them hanging a little bit uh, because I rather they come to Oslo and do a seminar or whatever, mm. and then we come to the dungeon for like one hour and that's it. No yeah, rape shack. Uh, yeah, rape shack. Or by the time I'm probably gonna have a studio, you know, who knows? I'm still wearing fucking Nike uh, Nike gear instead of. Elite BJJ, man. Come on, Elite BJJ. <laughs> no, I, there was this other guy that was sponsoring Eric. I was like crying for sponsorship. You know, it's like I said, I only need clothes from the waist up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, so whoever wants to sponsor yeah, the boy, just, just the rush guards. <laughs> uh, I'll st- I'll still buy fucking H and M pants and stuff, but you guys can sponsor. It. Like I don't know. This is all jokes, but what I why I want to sponsor for is just to have a cool studio. Because savage guys like Bernardo, like all my guests that's been coming here, we have a laugh for five minutes about the situation and everything, and they don't give a fuck. Even if uh, uh, we would be interrupted by someone coming or whatever, it would still be fun. But if I want to do it in a more professional setup, it's a bit weird. Like last, next week I have this guy, Octavio Koto, this BJJ guy, mm. black belt, huge guy. And Elias from Elite BJJ, he sorted out that the guy is coming on the podcast. Well, I, th- I think that the podcast, I, I like, I like it here, man. It gives gives this like nice, uh, nice touch, you know. Is <laughs> it? I don't know, man. It could be scary though. Some guy that's been, if I bring in guys that used to go on legit podcasts, yeah, it might, it might be hard. I, I think you didn't n- never had a female guest. It might be a little bit intimidating. Yeah, a female guest here. A <laughs> I don't think I would bring a female guest by yourself. You know, yeah. because if you see the content on the show and you don't know me from before, yeah, and I bring you here and I show you where this is located, this and then this you, sla- you slam the door back there. Yeah, <laughs> slam the door, lock it, and okay, are we done? Are we ready? Yeah. I think that girl she's gonna be like texting someone with the address where she is yeah. or something, and I don't, I don't blame her because it could be a little bit scary. Actually, I never had female. Uh, I, I had on uh, internet interview Brooke Mayo, mm. but besides that, I never had female guest. I probably have. So bring your boyfriends or whatever. There's a sofa there. People can sit and chill. Mm. I don't want to make nobody uncomfortable, you know. Also, I don't think my girl would find it so nice that I would be here for one hour with uh, recording some action in the basement. Yeah, yeah, some action <laughs> in the basement with some <laughs> some big booty black belt chick, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it could happen. Yeah, because to be honest, like this looks like a looks like the setup for some like uh, amateur porn <laughs> casting couch. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's exactly like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that casting couch. Hey, how how much do you want this job? You know, can you show me how much do you need this yeah, job? You need to show your skills a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I can get some. Uh, what are you willing some to modeling? <laughs> what are you willing modeling to job do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, me and my colleague, we were joking the other day about this uh, real estate uh, porn, this new wave of porn, which is real estate. Mm. That the girl is sitting there, like, yeah, but uh, how much is the down payment? And the guy, like, we can sort that. <laughs> <laughs> we can sort that out. You know? <laughs> what are you willing to do? Here is that podcast couch, podcast casting. Yeah, I don't know. It could be. I could be versatile. You know, if I was single guy, maybe make a Pornhub account too. Yeah, man. Uh, I actually, I, I've seen like a, a big movement in Brazil now that like some YouTubers are making like channels on X videos. Yeah. They 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 no, don't necessarily post like. Um, 
like uh, porn content, but like they get like a bigger like I don't know ex exposure. Yeah. Because there was this Brazilian stand-up comedian that he he really blew up. He had like a, a video with like million million views because there was this couple that they they shoot amateur porn, and they were like shooting a, a an amateur porn video, like watching him in the background. So, okay. like, so the guy started getting a lot of texts, man, man, I just saw you on next video, <laughs> just saw you on next video. <laughs> and then he was like, what the fuck, what, what happened? Like, like, can you send me the link? And, and then the guy went on the link, there were like this, this couple fucking, and he was in the TV in the background doing some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he started, he made his X video uh, channel. Okay. And then he, like, he had like a lot of views on the next videos. No? But I see a lot of like uh, amateur couples. That's like always the same couple. Not that I watch porn, you know. Yeah. That's for fucking sick people. Yeah, you just. You but do, I heard. You just you just do like some research just for the memes. I want right? to be informed. I want to be informed. Like for moments like this, when I'm talking about the subject, you want to be informed. So research is one thing. Consuming the content is other. Mm. So uh, I've heard and I've seen some places that there's a lot of amateur couples that like don't show face hmm. but just lay the pipe at the beach yeah, do man. this do that and they make bank on that yeah they live they live on it right live on yeah. it and live well on it mm. man if i didn't have so many tattoos on my body it'd be so recognizable no, I, I think there are a lot of people that even show their faces they, they don't care yeah they do at some point yeah. like when you don't give a fuck me i'm even hiding a podcast you know where i talk a little bit about eating ass or whatever so i wouldn't be able to be yeah. bare-faced fucking with a rambo bandana laying pipe <laughs> 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 I like the rumble, but <laughs> the rumble. <laughs> <That's very laughs> yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. I couldn't, bro. I couldn't. But I, it's, it's. I envy those people. Like they're just so free, doing a video. You fucking your yeah, girl. You can, you You're can. gonna fuck your girl regardless, you know. But there's a camera there, yeah. you know. You can travel the world, man. It's like uh, you can work remotely. You can travel the world. Like you just need to bring a camera, st st like record live. Yeah, yeah. Make money. You b put that uh, chest strap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the GoPro chest strap or the forehead strap. Yeah, that's it. Point of view. Job opportunity, guys. Yeah, guys. Please go out there, quit your job. Start having... Live, live the dream, man. Like, people think, oh, you should, if you have a dream, you should, like, go for it. There, there, there is a... I bet there are a lot of guys that uh, always dream, like, when you're a kid, like, what do you want to be? I want to be an astronaut. A lot of, a lot of people would say, like, I want to be a porn actor, man. Just, just quit your job right now. Man, there's... I promise you, there's guys listening to this that they were this episode away from quitting their job and starting doing porn. There so, we probably changed some lives now. Yeah. Motivation, inspiring people. Dark, <laughs> dark art meme, inspiring people. Man, man I, hope, their I, I hope. I hope if we can change someone's future with this show, I think I would be actually very sad <laughs> 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 to ruin someone's <laughs> life. But uh, yeah, probably in, like, I don't know, in five years, it's going to be someone giving me a shout out like, yeah, man, five years ago, the this guy. guy in my yacht. With like uh, yeah, a lot of porn yeah. actresses, I started my career <laughs> thanks to, thanks to this thanks to this like basement uh, podcast. Back in the day, it was in the basement. Now, now the guy is like the biggest podcast. Man, how cool would that be if I if I'm watching or researching this real estate porn, <laughs> and then the guys listening to the dark hour podcast yeah, man, in you, the, in you the go on the guy's Instagram on and YouTube. He's following, he's following <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
<laughs> and, the girl, back. <laughs> and the girl will be like, oh, how much is down payment? He's like, oh, don't worry about it. We can sort it out. And in the background, he's playing the YouTube video with Bernardo here talking about the Amazon fire and shit. <laughs> Good work, man. Good work. If I was a little bit more savage and I was single, I would turn this studio into a fucking actual rape shack. I would get some freaks. There's some freaks, man, following the page. There is some freak girls following the page. Not so many, but there are. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. I'll get okay. Let's go. We do podcast, and then at the end, I will have this uh, five liter bottle of baby oil. <laughs> Just drizzle <laughs> <laughs> on top of this table, you know. Yeah. And that would be awkward if the neighbors would come and see. Yeah, like a you, little bit you more awkward than this. record a podcast this. and then record for your ex videos channel. Yeah, it's yeah. like a double. Save the trip, right? It's, it's there, and I would I would have sound platform, YouTube with video, and Pornhub with video. Man, it's like multi-platform. I'm just gonna break up with my girl across the. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Like you said, you wanted to ruin someone's life with this. I'm gonna ruin my own. <laughs> gonna ruin, ruin my own. <laughs> my girl gonna come home like, baby, we need to talk. <laughs> 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 While I'm doing my subscription on Pornhub, she yeah, coming home like, hey, by the way, <laughs> your boss will come to you. Like, I heard you wanted to change careers. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> yeah, man. You better start sending your curriculum or CV. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell my girl, how bad do you want this relationship? <laughs> What? <laughs> no, man, this is jokes. This is jokes, guys. Uh, this this is on comedy. Man, do, do, uh, do you still need do you still need to tell people that this is a comedy? Like, no, all, all the still, time. Still, people still get outraged. Uh, uh, bro. So, so let's make a disclaimer, guys. Not everything I'm saying here, I, I don't endorse everything. You need to, especially you working in uh, yeah. in, in, in um, like a office building, like yeah. a big company, like you do. So let's make it clear: this just two friends talking shit because we think dark humor is funny. We need to. It's so sad, man. People that know me in person, that seen me in person, and I'm. I'm a shy guy, like I've said before. I'm a quiet guy. Are you seeing that I'm, in the I'm gym? A, I'm, a, I'm a shy guy too. Yeah, yeah like I, I don't come out my shell like that. And like people that know me in person, there's there was this girl from the the gym that I used to train at. She found my page and she like when I did the podcast with Elias, I made that cover saying um, uh, R. Kelly is a saint or something. Yeah. And she answered that story and is like, yeah, he's a rapist, you mongoloid. And I said, yeah, first of all. We are we still using that word in 2019? <laughs> and she's like, oh, what word? I said, mongoloid. That's not the best way to 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 yeah. address. That's offensive, first of all. Like, wh why are you telling that I'm offensive? Why are you giving me shit and then you doing the same? Because yeah. if you do it, it's cool that you're calling me a mongoloid. You know what I mean? Mm. It's so it's so fucked up. People are so twisted, such hypocrites. But yeah, I need to say that this is jokes all the time, all the time. Oh. Because I don't want to have the wrong impression. Man, I'm just looking at my hairline. He's fucked, bro. Do you watch Dragon Ball Z, man? Like Vegeta? Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. This, uh, it's... I mean, I'm not getting any younger and I'm getting a little bit of this baldness entrance. But also, I went again to that Polish bitch that messed up my hair a month ago. And I should have gone to a black barber. You know, to do my hairline right. Mm. Yeah, I, I, my barber is uh, Arabic. I like uh, Arabic okay. barber. I, he, he does some nice cuts. I, I actually need a, a cut right now. Maybe I'll, 
I'll show up there. I soon. think I'm gonna go on that Usain Barber now. Yeah, he's always uh, advertising for the guy. He looks like he does some mean and, cuts. And there are some. There are some. I've seen like some uh, some good cuts on his Instagram page. Yeah, and he's he's charging the same as this Polish bitch charge. I just have to go to town a little mm. bit. Yeah, uh, I, th I thought about cutting my hair with him, giving a try, but I cut with the same guy for like eight years now. So okay, and I like I like the the cut, so I'll just stick there. Yeah, this uh, I wanted to bleach my hair for the summer. My girl didn't let me. Come on, man. I wanted to be a funk star, Brazilian funk star, you know, get that bleach hair look. Sometimes you just have to do what you gotta do, man. You want to bleach your I hair? I wanted to, man. I wanted to, but I wasn't allowed, man. Yeah, I, I, I know. Man, I think I'm just gonna... When I start my Pornhub channel, you're gonna see some guy with white hair, playing <laughs> <laughs> the bleach, playing the fucking like pipe with a bleach, bleach the wig, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I have so many tattoos. If I want to really do that, I need to go with uh, like a turtleneck or something, like a long sleeve shirt, and just cover all my tattoos and don't show face. Mm. Yeah, you can. You, you should go with one of these fake, fake, t fake tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fake sleeve. Yeah, yeah different tattoos sleeve, than yeah. what I have. Could be, could be. You're gonna cover real tattoos with fake tattoos? I'm looking forward to that, man. My porn star career. Soon I'll have to because probably my employer is gonna see my podcast. Sooner They're like, later, oh my God, you're talking about eating ass. But, yeah. but I'll get fired, you know. I'll but also, if I keep selling catering parties like I did because of the podcast, I don't need a job anyway. There you go. I'll just there get money in my if pocket. You should advertise catering on your porn hub account. <laughs> 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 I'll serve you a banquet and lay the pipe on your wife too. Yeah, special, special <laughs> sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that sauce. S special sauce catering. It's not that I, uh, the thing about it is I can't really do caterings as per my contract because it's competitive and like I could, I can't go around doing anything like that. But um, this party is just for friends, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't really get paid. But uh, it's a nice time. It's a private yeah. party. I go there dressed as a chef. I bring my co-worker. We yeah. bring everything prepped. You should you shouldn't advertise as catering. You should advertise as entertainment. Entertainment. You're, you're there to entertain the guests, and part of the entertainment might it's might food. have some food might to have do some food. food. Yeah, but yeah. It's just like <laughs> you might come out of there with your belly full. You're gonna like just perform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You gotta you're gonna leave the place with your belly full and your asshole stretched. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily in this order <laughs> exactly no but this um it was it was nice this party it was just uh you know it was a friend helping a friend there was no business involved mm. no money be being exchanged nothing like that nothing it was just i was, I was there to cook yeah. they gave me the products i cook for them because i'm a chef i do whatever i want yeah. in my spare time and it was this um uh deaf ladies uh party mm. okay so, so the the lady the the host of the party she was so deaf. the entertainment had to be very physical <laughs> <laughs> very visual very visual very visual uh my jacket might have come off at some point mm. no not really it was very fun very so fun like gogo boy slash <laughs> slash chef slash yeah yeah that that five liter bottle baby oil is halfway full uh, still <laughs> No, but it was nice, and it's it, it will be nice, and eventually, uh, probably, I'll be able to even quit my day job if I get a lot of gigs like that, you know. Yeah. Because 
That's all I, you need is friendship. Yeah. Not I'm not talking about money. Nobody getting paid there. It's yeah, just yeah, of course. friendship and camaraderie and stuff like that pays the bills too. Yeah. So course. who like needs uh, a job? Yeah. You go there, help him out, like cook some food for him. He helps yeah. out, pays your rent, right? It's yeah, 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 yeah. Exchange yeah. of favors. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it kind of works that way. So I was very happy. It was very exciting. People was happy as fuck with the food. Not to brag, but I gave them a bomb ass so meal. So just just out of curiosity, what was the menu yesterday? I served them some uh like uh ceviche with alibut you know like re- really exquisite um uh, exquisite garnish mm-hmm. very nice it was like restaurant worthy people were impressed you know yeah. because we're like pros three, three course, it was three a three course, course. Yeah. it was a three course then we had some lamb for the main course uh really cool garnish i had this uh, demi glass sauce with red wine it was this kind of kind of red wine sauce where like really thick it was delicious and then we had some creme brulee with uh, lavender inside mm. for dessert oh with wow. some citrus salad so on it's top. like some some twist right some yeah it's it was a very high quality meal and me and him we show up with two big boxes don't make any mess in the kitchen mm. we leave everything clean it's this guy he, he wants to flex on his neighbors so next year he's gonna be um, you're gonna be grilling a whole lamb in his backyard nice. for the name party of one of his kids. How's he gonna bar? Is he gonna like grill it? Is he gonna like dig uh, like a barbecue? No, thing no, or? no. It's gonna be. I talked all the details with him. He's hiring me for that too next year. Not hiring. He's inviting me for the party, and I'm gonna give a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah. Do so, him a favor, right? Of course. Perform. So Perform. this guy, he wants to have a whole lamb on a spit roast. Yeah. You know? Nice. Not uh, We're not talking about a sexual spit roast here. It's just lamb with a spit inside all the way through. It's R- like a, not necessarily talking about a sexual spit roast. No, no, no. It no. might be part of the performance. I don't know about just that. Just for the pun, right? This is a family event, guys. Come on. I'm being, let's be respectful here. This is a child's b- uh, <laughs> name party. Come on. So, <laughs> so that's the yeah uh, gonna show up he said by springtime these ladies they were very impressed they were like ah it would be nice if you want to do some other parties for us we have a lot of friendship to mm. offer you and stuff and said okay i'm all about friendship and camaraderie mm. so uh and that all, all all the only reason i'm mentioning this on the podcast is because this guy found out about that option through my podcast mm. I was saying some joke about grilling burgers, for, shitty burgers for people in the backyard mm. and they're taking pictures for Facebook or whatever. But of course, that's like uh, me making a cartoon out of it because we work with high class products. We do like fine dining situation yeah. for people. It's it's nice and it can it can. Uh, so so if you could describe like uh, what's your like your best dish, what's your like your signature signature dish? Oh man, I hate those questions. But not not like, like if 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 you if you like wanted to impress like your family with the three course. Dinner. I like I like the three course situation. It's not because it's not so. What would be the menu if you like? You wanted I don't know to the menu yesterday family. was pretty good. Something in those lines, you know. Yeah. I like to start with some raw fish or some meat tartare. That's uh, I, I like to go that way. Starter, I like to go raw. (laughs) 
Yeah. Maybe <laughs> slightly cooked with lime. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go raw with as being tartare, meat tartare or carpaccio, or I go with fish tartare. I really like fish tartare with some wasabi inside, some a little bit on the Asian side of it. Mm. Any fish, white fish, I like halibut a lot to serve raw. And then uh, I would go with entrecot. I love I love a good entrecot steak. Mm. I don't like tenderloin. I don't like sirloin. I think entrecot is the way to go. A good marbled entrecot, classic, you know, but I like the steaks. I prefer s- steaks pan fried with a lot of butter, a uh-huh. lot of garlic, some timian. And dessert, man. I'm not much of a dessert guy to make. I know how to do it. I studied that in school. I was working in some pastry sections at some restaurants or whatever, but it's not my forte there. But I like, I think my favorite dessert is the tiramisu. Tiramisu. Good, well done tiramisu. Thailand dessert. Yeah, or a good creme brulee. Yesterday, that creme brulee we served, actually, my colleague made it. Mm. It was good, man. He made it just with uh, cream and uh, yolk, no milk, no bullshit. It was like thick. Like fine stuff. It was really good, man, really good. That that's I, I like the classics like that. And then, then uh, like... Uh, I said that uh, I tried your food already in the canteen. It's of course ah. like uh, like you're now talking about super fine stuff. I try like regular canteen. Food, of course, right? that's different. And that's that was uh, already pretty good because like that's like I said before. It's uh, I think I was explaining to this guy yesterday. It's like I think it comes a time <coughs> on a chef's life where you gotta decide if you want to have a life mm. or if you want to be the best chef in the world. Mm. So I worked in some restaurants. I have good experience it's in the crazy kitchen. Shifts, right? Yeah, but it's not for me anymore. I'm, I don't see myself working nights, mm. except I'm working on my own shit. Mm. And I, th- I think there is also probably a difference between like quantity and quality when you're like cooking for a canteen or cooking like super large quantities. Exactly. You can't be like. But that's the good part about this new job I have is like, I do the fucking stew for two thousand people, whatever. Mm. Still. I cook like that, but also we do some events at night where it's three course, four course, five course, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we also do some tapas to sell us catering and stuff. So I get a little bit of both worlds, like the more finding world and and, uh, and the shitty cantina situation, which by the way, we cook everything from scratch anyway. Like, And there's also levels to this cantina because when I was working at that cantina in, in your building, that's a pretty, pretty low-class company that's running the container there. Okay. And I started in that company when I made the transition from restaurant to day job because I didn't know any better. Yeah. I just thought like, okay, day job is like this. Okay, I just got to drop all my standards, okay. work on a shitty company, and, now, and, and now that's it. And now you switch to another day job? And now I switch to another day job to a company that's actually a catering company, a legit mm. catering company. That happens to manage a couple cantinas mm. so the standards are much higher than I what i was there so i don't lose that much in like knowledge wise because i also do the nicer things sometimes mm. but mostly i work uh weekdays morning time period once in a blue moon i have some party at night that i need to be there too but mostly is the schedule i was looking for and i'm cooking good food mm. mostly but you just gotta be smart. I couldn't. I would be learning much more. I would be. I would be still uh, 
like sharpening my blade as a chef much more if I was doing night service mm. on a restaurant fucking six six days a week. Yeah. But I've had enough of that. I couldn't. I, I like I said, if I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna have like a small thirty seat restaurant, and I'm gonna be working for myself. Yeah, but you were, you were saying that the the about low level of catering. I, I think the canteen there is pretty okay. Like I I, I don't dislike the food there. I think it's pretty good. No, I I meant just. Like compared to, to, to your standards before, right? Yeah, of course, Co uh, especially compared to my standards before, mm. but you're lucky because the, the guy that's the head chef there now is really good mm. and he cares and he does it, but mm. the company behind, it's like, yeah. I'm not trashing, it's, it's, just, it's just the reality, it's like mm. a low budget company. So when you have it like that and you like underpaying the chefs, then you, because overall the cantina there you guys have high standards mm. the people that run the contract they have very high standards so it works like they they are always on the company's ass to to deliver and everything but not all places are like that so usually the places where that company operates they're not so high level as yours yeah. and yours like one of the containers was just freshly rebuilt yeah it looks fancy yeah, as the, fuck the installations look pretty of good, course though. so that that's like halfway to make it look nice mm. but uh here where i am now it's the company itself is like some uh steps higher yeah when i when i used to be a student in brazil i used to eat almost every day in the university restaurant mm. the guys it was almost like a like a big a big place where they cook for like 15,000 people a day. So it's like and they have like super low budget because they need to offer food in a very low price because students don't have that much money so they need to subsidize the students food. And then man, it was like they did what they could but like the food was like you could you're hungry as fuck so you, you eat a huge plate of food but it it was difficult. It was like one day you have beef, next day you have like minced meat, the next day you have meatballs. It was all yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 It's uh, sometimes it's even hard for the companies. You you can, or for the chef that's like making the menus and everything, because sometimes you you have the best intentions in the world, but the contribution that you're getting from the building is not that big. Yeah. So then your budget ends up being very short. Yeah, you do what you can. Right? You do what you can. Yeah, of course. And then it's gonna also depend on the goodwill of the chef. If he's a guy that don't give a fuck and a shitty budget, you're gonna have shitty food every yeah. day and leftovers and whatnot. So yeah, this is that's how it works. Anyway, guys, this does it for this week's episode. Big shout out to Tech Clinican. Big shout out to Art by Motara. Big shout out to Frontline Academy for providing me with the dopest guests here. My guy Bernardo. Thank you so much. Yeah, Do you have anything you want to plug out there? Oh, that's it, man. Thanks for having me. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. yeah we hashtag bring the filth. I'll, I'll, I'll come back and tell the real Okay. Go story. in the comment section. Please, please do that, you guys. <laughs> I always say this shit. Hey, listen. You don't pay. Don't need to pay to drop a comment on YouTube. We need this shit to grow. And maybe maybe you don't want to like repost some filthy stuff on your Instagram. That I get. That your family will see like two guys in the basement talking about eating ass and yeah, shit like talking that. Talking about but, fucking like, porn Just leave hub. a comment, help the, help the guy out, help Drop the Drop a comment on YouTube. I, I hashtag bring the filth. And then Bernardo <laughs> is committing to come back and put everything out there. All the nastiness. Thank you guys. See you next week. Os. Os. Welcome.
the dark hour. The dark hour. Because I'm just sitting here with my guys, yeah, American guys. And they're like, bro, do you know who cracks me up on Instagram? Dark art memes. And I'm like, bro, that's my boy. He called me today.